Welcome to the UDP Broad, a podcast where a group of friends get together and uh, get, uh, and offer both informed and uninformed opinions on gaming-related topics. I'm your host, Luminary, and I'm accompanied today by Imi, the Eternal Barcode. Howdy, I have no voice tonight. I was hoping you'd do like, you know, modem screams. But... I, I can't, I'm just, yeah. Okay, all right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you want you wanted me to hit the button. Yes. Oh, oh that button. Sorry, I wasn't even prepared for that because that's sort of just this one. Perfect. Eat him up, eat him up, eat him up, eat him up, eat him up. There you go. From the depths of Louisiana, the Nordic Cajun. Skull and Leslie Le Bolton Roulet, ladies and gentlemen. And from the Emerald Dream, Raina the Crit Chicken. Ha ha ha, omelette du fromage. Oh, wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I added some new stuff. If you can't see, I changed up our format a little bit and separated us out, and we're nice and big and, and everything. That's what she said. Yeah, and custom <laughs> nameplates. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. looks nice. I ain't even gonna lie. This looks sharp. Good. Good. This was like my initial vision, but I had to make do because I was X-Split stubborn. Here we are. Tonight, we're going to talk about brawlers, war, and drugs. So sit back, enjoy the show. War, he says, war. What is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely. No. Copyright strike. Hey. hey. <laughs> I, I saw a video on YouTube of somebody who off-key horribly sang Highway to the Danger Zone, or whatever it's called, Danger Zone, and got flagged for it, even though it was completely off key, like terrible rhythm, everything, and they still got flagged. So it's so dumb. Like these companies need to just ease off, man. It's like Blizzard. Oh, you're having fun. Mm. <laughs> or insert any corporation here. <laughs> Nerf bat. Nerf bat. Nerf bat. Nerf bat and. So, Brawlers, this is actually spawning off a conversation that Nordic and I had. Um, Wednesday, when we were testing out guest stars, you can see Nordic in all of his arm shirt glory. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, one of the rare times you'll catch me without a hat, because I was not prepared that night. Oh, yeah. He had rooster hair and everything. It was, it was mm -hmm. something to behold. And one of the stories that came across um, the news feed was that multiverses, had lost like 99% of active player base. Mind you, that's a lot considering it started off with a huge player base because of what it was. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they gave like an example. Nine, seven. Like that's a, it went from like 100,000 users or something like that to like, it's not even it, breaking 1,000. It's pretty much just the devs playing right now. <laughs> they're play testing so mm -hmm. so they, they they had to report a loss on this and they had to give like justify why why is it like why what what happened um a few things came to light whenever they decided to release it they released what i believe three playable characters and they hyped them up pretty good it was like rick and morty uh, or i think maybe morty was in there and they had to release rick there was uh Velma? No, they, they they had a, they had quite a few. I know they were Flash and Daenerys, so it's pretty much all the IP from Warner Brothers. 
So whatever is inside of Warner Brothers bucket, they um, hmm. they uh, they meta- dip their fanciful hand into. Yeah, they metaversed it all to heck. So you can now Wait. fight with these. Which, which is crazy because they have a, a very deep bucket of IP they can go in there and really pull from. I mean, you, you scratch the surface with some of the stuff they have in there already. They have um, freaking, like you said, uh, I have a brain <laughs> fart. I really do. My brain totally just shut down on me just now. Well, there was like um, the nearest... Iris Stark. Yeah, Stark from um, Game of Thrones is in there. Then you have Velma and Shaggy, they're in there. Uh Bugs Bunny, you have Marvin the Martian now, you have the Iron Giant and Superman, which is iconically a a very lovely team-up if you've ever seen the movie Iron Giant. Um, There's not much they can't touch in terms of their IPs. And we all know what this was supposed to be. There was supposed to be a brawler to go be quote-unquote competition for Smash Brothers. Because Smash Brothers has its hands and a lot of ip the difference is i think let me i think you had brought this up when we first talked about it brawl literally has pretty much everybody except one player in their game <laughs> or I will, waluigi. Harp, I will harp on waluigi i will die on this hill for waluigi I, he got the shaft so bad in that damn game they'll put him in mario kart they'll put him in tennis they'll put him in soccer but uh, smash brothers sorry bro Oh, you're only good enough for a trophy. Sorry, dog. I heard maybe Superman and Harley Quinn. Um, but I was hoping if it is a Warner Brothers based universe thing, maybe Animaniacs. Oh, Animaniacs. That would make sense. Those are all make sense for Warner Brothers characters to bring them back because I posted like it would be nice to like bring them back. Like I know the officer Car- Cosgrove probably won't be coming back because the voice actor is deceased, but you know, just to bring life like with Freakazoid. Get out of here, you creep. <laughs> and, that, and what you said right there alone makes sense. They have all this stuff that they could pull from. And as Smash Brothers go along, like every year when after the Smash Brothers was released for the Switch, they came up with a DLC that had so many new characters, so many new stages, so much new music, so many new adjustments to the, the Wii characters that lets you play other characters that you want to play, like Sans from Undertale and Gino from um, Super Mario RPG, which he still should have been a main character, but I'm not going to get on that hill either. Um, <laughs> and that's the model. That was the model Smash Brothers went with for years, and that's how it was able to stay popular for so many years. And there's still people playing the original Smash Brothers to this day because of the fan base, because they had that original set of good characters and released some as they went. Well, let's not like forget the fact that they have a massive roster to begin with, nothing but Nintendo IP, right? Like, mm-hmm. holy crap, I, we did the count on it. We'll... Angle it. On. Yeah, go ahead. Because it was originally only Nintendo IP and a little bit of Sega with with uh, Sonic showing up on the, the Wii version. And I totally didn't simp for Martha Roy. I totally did not. At all. I know. Probably no. not, huh? We don't no. talk. No, nah, no. Nah. But when the, the Switch version came out, the IPs that Nintendo got their tentacles into, as it were, really shot out, even to the point where they were able to 
weasel one of Disney's players into the mix with uh, Zora from Kingdom Hearts, which technically is more of a Square Enix character, but it partners with Disney. So the, the, the strings they had to pull to get that character with the Mickey Mouse logo on his Keyblade chain into <laughs> a freaking Smash Brothers game, Moimoto pulled some dead gum strings with that. Oh, yeah. Does that mean everybody that plays in Super Smash Brothers now is a Disney princess? Yes. yes. Especially Waluigi and Wario. <laughs> so Smash, Smash has 89 playable characters with all of the DLCs and everything. That's massive. So it's huge. You ready for the count for multiverses? Let's do it. All right, let's see here. Let's count the rows. There's only two of them. Uh, two, four, eight. 10, 12, so 23, because the 24th slot says more revealed soon. So you already didn't have a lot of variety, and they've also classed them out. So fighters, assassins, support, things like that. So you know, I mean, there's a team brawler, so there it is. Like They have a character in there called Rain Dog. I don't even know where that's from. Me either. I've been trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> but... but- 23 is not bad for a game that's just coming out. Like most mainstream, I, I don't want to compare it because I still don't believe to this day that Smash Brothers is a fighting game. It is a brawler, huge difference. But if you're looking at rosters, you have to look at the fighting game genre for that because they're the ones that really key in on that aspect of playability. And Marvel uh, Capcom has got that down to a T to the point where they start a roster with a certain amount, and then as the DLCs go on, they release more to expand the roster. Um, I believe this upcoming Street Fighter VI that's coming out in June, which, uh, rest in peace, Nordic Cajun's free time when that does come out. <laughs> um, I believe it's starting with 20, if I'm not mistaken. They haven't released the names of all the characters that are going to be in the in the initial roster. But an average is 16 to 20 to 23 max of a starting roster for a game. So if um, Multiverse was just coming out this week, that would make sense. But they've been out, even if they call it beta or pre-release mode, for we're coming up almost a year now, right? It's been out for a minute. They should have had a laundry list of characters on the on the board, ready to release when they did go full on, like they're, they're, they're like they're about to. And Lumi, tell the world the one character they've added with the new the new patch of multiverse. Uh, Marvin the Martian was the most recent one, and they're holding off on releasing their next content patch so people can complete the battle path for season two, which makes no god dang sense not gonna lie that's kind of underwhelming i mean if you're gonna do that just freaking bring the whole space jam people in exactly oh, that would be great I would exactly box of space jam welcome to the space jam here's your chance to space jam but yeah that, that, like if that if you're gonna release like she said anything relating to that certain genre release them all because they have taz in there already if i'm not mistaken they have bugs bunny do they have Daffy, or is Daffy not in there yet? Or freaking Porky Pig. Come on. That's all, folks. That's right. 
Let him roll up in there, have his sign come up and knock you up, and his big old head come around and slap you back to the left side across the screen. That's all you got to do with these characters. It's not rocket science. Or if and, we can have speed against all his tripping people. Come on. You probably don't want Porky Pig trying to knock you up, though. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, awkward. So, so as far as, like, Looney Tunes, it's just Marvin the Martian, Taz, and Bugs Bunny. I don't see any of the other. But hey, I mean, it's what? a good way to have your ham with your eggs. True. <laughs> as long as it's not green eggs, you're good. That ever stopped Kermit. <laughs> oh. oh. So. Oh. <laughs> More Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, but she puts a, she should, makes a really good point, though. If you're going to do a, a patch with one character, at least have three or four from the same realm. Uh, you could easily do Marvin the Martian, Daffy Duck. I would play the, I would main the fuck out of Foghorn and Leghorn. I think I would knock people senseless with a, (laughs) that's a joke, son. You hear me, boy? That's a joke. I say, I say. I say, boy. Yeah, I'd kill it. I'd kill it with Foghorn. Yeah, Foghorn. Then there's, what is it? The, what is it? It's Brutus the dog, maybe? There's, I know they, I think they're talking about Tom and Jerry, but what about Tweety Bird? Because you know, there's a lot of people that like Tweety Bird. Well, like, for Tweety, you would have to do oh. Tweety and Sylvester because Tweety's so small. I mean, have... imagine freaking Tweety out of nowhere, freaking with a giant ass mallet, being like, whap! That'd be great. And I would love to see Wally Coyote with like a freaking Roadrunner as like an install. Like he would, the Roman would come out of nowhere, and if it hits him, it hits the other character. Like there's so many things you can do with these damn characters. It's not. <laughs> it, it makes me mad that they're they're squandering such a great opportunity, especially when you look at other games like me and Lumi did on Wednesday. Oh we yeah. Look, like I, if y'all haven't seen it yet, it's up on the YouTube channel. I believe you. I think Lumi said he uploaded the uh, the plays that we did. Yeah, and that's where I discovered um, that your actual recording volume is really low, so I had to adjust all that today. Well, we're going to, it's, it's a work in progress, but um, always is sucks. always. It's what sucks is Pico Park currently has more characters to play than that brawler game. Mm-hmm. And uh, because, because Lumi and I were like, what other brawlers are out there? Well, we before, were, wait, 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 before we get to that, before we get okay. to that. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So they, 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 they held off on, on season three to help people get past the season two battle pass. That did that went over like a kind of break, right? And it was like ah, what? so they're waiting, and their their savior of multiverses is going to be drum roll, pickle Rick. I'm pickle Rick. No, but if you have Harley, you better bring in Ivy because she would be a good support if she can just restrain people or whatever, just like, just as like a, a chic thing from like, like with the vines, just slapping people around with their vines rather than chic's, you know, chain whip or something, you know, there's that, there's a lot of things you could do. Absolutely. And even with, with, with what they're actually trying to release with the whole pickle Rick thing. Sure. You already have Rick and Morty on the roster. But don't just do just Pickle Rick. There's so many other awesome characters from that game, oh, game show you can put into the game and they'd be viable characters. You've got Bird Person. That'd do be a phenomenal character to play. <laughs> Space Ghost. <laughs> oh. um, you, got, you got Mr. Poopy Butthole. He'd be a great character. Um, you have uh, Futuristic, uh, what's the daughter's name? I, I, I didn't know it Wednesday. Who knows the daughter's name? For, uh, <sighs> for Beth, Beth. Jerry and what's her name? 
Summer? Summer is the, is summer. the actual daughter. Summer. But, future Summer in, in that uh, that freaking um, wasteland future that they went to? Oh, yeah, when she gets all steroided up. Exactly. That Those would be, you put those three, you just need three. Those three in the DLC, and it would have done, it would have sold like hotcakes. Yeah, she could have that like as a power up move or something, be like, and then she used to have like uh, Frank and Summer just like punching people with the, the music going on in the background. And then, and then if she's if you're doing a double, if you're doing a duos, and you have Rick in the party, they could tag team super, and they both get the steroid injection and just beat the shit out of the other player. Like, there's so many things. Why are we not making this game? See, I'm assuming they're tying LeBron into this game because of Taz and Bugs <laughs> with the Space Jam thing. So just have the whole crew come out. Then Me you have Steven Universe. You can have like Garnet and um, you know. All the other gems and even Paradise, you know, you have that to choose from. And then, like... You have Superman and Wonder Woman, you can bring in Green Lantern, you can bring in The Flash. Like, what about bring... even, if we're talking about other universes, why not Static Shock, you know? Exactly! Oh There's... my gosh! Here's a good question. They just had Arya Stark in there. Why haven't they put in the other Game of Thrones? Joffrey? Or because Ned Ned's Stark? dead. Huh? Because Ned's dead. <laughs> yeah, most, most, most of the characters that could be in there are actually dead yes that is true but you still got um john snow you could put him up in there i could probably yeah, rock some hodor uh, hodor no no richard hodor <laughs> <laughs> that was such a sad. it was or even like with john snow and the you know the wolves you know that would be nice or daenerys like riding in on a dragon or um what is it Grey Worm. Tyrion yep. Lannister would be hilarious. We'd just sit there and drink. And then throw in the, the White Walker King or whoever the leader of the White Walkers were and then have him summon these zombies that attack the entire freaking time you play. Like, it's like they have such a great roster and such a creative thing they can do. And we're stuck on trying to meme it with Pickle Rick. I just or don't even understand have, the like, brain the cast of Seinfeld or whatever. You just see a door open from nowhere and see Kramer slide in and knock somebody off the uh, map. Maybe not Kramer. <laughs> he's He's been like blacklisted from every comedy club for being racist. True, true. Like, I watched that YouTube video. I'm like, oh, my God. I, I uh, yeah, that was brutal. Yeah. Was like, holy fuck. Is that our Emperor's New Groove? We, me and Imi watched, you know, Kronk's New Groove. You can have, like, Kronk with the squirrels. We're going into Disney territory. You probably see, yeah, yeah. see that in Disney's oh. Dreamlight before you see it anywhere else. True. I mean, that would be nice if they had, you know, even Smash. Like, have Vyazma be like, Kronk, pull the lever. Ah, <laughs> I'm off the map. That'd be awesome. You have a 50% chance of the lever being correct. <laughs> yeah. Either you get smashed or they get smashed. It doesn't matter. And meanwhile, Crunk is like, oopsie, you know. My bad. Squeak, squeakity, squeak, squeak. Yes. What did you just call my mom? So Cajun and I, we did some comparisons with some of the other brawlers that are out there that we found on Steam. One being, uh, was it Heroes of the Aether, I believe is what it was? I believe that's what it's called, yes. And uh, even they have... Rivals. They, Rivals of the Aether. Rivals of the Aether. Even they have, like... Um, I think they had like base characters. There's like 12 base characters. I, I actually still have the website though. Give me one second. There's like 12 base characters, but what Cajun found out was is that you could build your own characters with pieces, parts. And I'm like, oh, well, that changes the dynamic quite a bit. Yeah, yeah they, they've been out for a while, and their, their core roster is 18. 
including a couple of crossover people for, uh, like Shovel Knight. And they have a Orion scene from Ori in the Blind Forest as a crossover character for their game. Like crossovers are great. We, we're going to touch that on that a little bit later. <laughs> but like Lumi said, I was just poking my uh, the buttons at the top to see what else they had. And they had a big old thing that says Workshop. I click on Workshop and it says... We at rivals, uh, we are the rivals team workshop modding manual. Here you will find technical details and re- references you'll need in creating your own characters, stages, and buddies in Rivals of Aether. Excuse me, I can make my own character for this game and beat the shit out of somebody. Sign me up. Yeah. That that is a great hook for a game. Great hook for a game. And then we turned our attention to Brawlhalla. Which was right up my alley, considering the uh, the name and everything, and uh, we were not prepared for the depth of their roster when we got there. Yep, they have fifty six legends, and I think we discovered because they had a bunch of skins for those legends too. So aside from like the uh, color palette swap that you, um, they had different skins you could throw on them, like Shovel Knight and a bunch of other stuff. I actually have the uh, thing up on yeah, in yeah, the like, Twitch chat. Yeah, you know what that metaverse thing though? I'm kind of glad that they didn't go to the Teen Titans route because they probably would have did the Teen Titans go route, and that would give me more of an opportunity to seek out the people that played uh, the Go Robin and just like target them. Like we we try not to talk about uh, Teen Titans ago, especially how <laughs> the Teen Titans uh, original series ended. But yeah, I, I'm agree. They shouldn't. That should that show just should not exist. What's interesting about that is, is I, I went to go see the latest movie with one of my kids, right? Teen Titans go to the movies or whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, Teen Titans go to the movies, yes. yeah. And even at the end, like in the middle of the credits, like interrupts the credits and it shows OG Teen Titans going, we're trying to find our way back, so forth and so on. Like, you know, like, like interrupt the stream or whatnot. Like, it was I, pretty epic. I'm still sitting here like, don't give me hope. Oh, that's, that's Do just... not give me hope and let this all be like a simulation. They've been trapped somewhere and this was all just a joke. <laughs> Don't give me freaking hope for this show, man. Don't do that to me. Like the OG <laughs> fans are pissed that we're sitting here with bated breath. This actually could be it. Don't do it. Do not just dangle the carrot. <clears throat> Please don't. So Cajun and I got curious and we're like, okay, well, let's, let, let's do this and it's free. So why not? It's on Steam. I just went, I would like to play this. It goes, would you like to add it to your library? And I'm like, yes. Yes, please. And I added it to my library. And they and gave you, what, eight, nine free characters just to try out? Like a rotation like the League of Legends does. They give you free champions to play. Mm-hmm. And boy, howdy. It was an experience. It kind of plays like Smash, but not really, because every character is unique, and it, it, I hate to say it, it hits different. It really did. Agent and I just opened up a private uh, a room and like messed around with the characters, see what they did and whatnot. It's a blast! Like oh my gosh, the knuckle dusters on those car- on uh, on rock, dude. Like, like, I, like Lumi, Lumi had such a good right hook with that character. I never saw it coming, and I was he beat my ass with that character. It was <laughs> great fun. Um, and Lumi touched on it a little bit while we were uh while he was bringing it in, um. He has the long roster of 58 different characters with all unique styles and movesets, but a lot of them have unique skins to bring in the crossover aspect of it. Uh, you can play as Shovel Knight with one of the skins. You can play as Ken and Ryu with one of the skins. 
You can play as Chun-Li, more Street Fighter characters in there. You can play as Hellboy. You can play as the Ninja Turtles. You can play as um, some wrestlers like Roman Reigns and uh, The Undertaker. Your Taker. Uh, there, there, there's so many crossovers that they've done just through skins. They didn't have to make a whole brand new character for them, but it allows you to play those characters in the game, which is a genius idea. Which I think I'm I, I'm I I think Brawlhalla has been out longer than Smash Brothers for the Switch. If I'm not mistaken, it was out before Switch got Brawl. I mean, um, got uh, Smash Brothers. I think Nintendo kind of kind of borrowed that idea with their Miis. because in the Miis, you could you can unlock skins to play like Sam uh um what's the skeleton's I said his name earlier the skeleton from Undertale the the meme dude help somebody's got to know that one uh Sans yes him you can you can play as Sans with the Mii unlock you can play as uh um. Multiple different characters you can unlock just through the skins. I think they got that from Brawlhalla. I really think they borrowed that idea from them, which would be a really cool, like, ha, we started it first kind of deal with those guys. Um, but the game in and of itself just feels fresh. It feels like a fun game. Like, I I got I got bored with Smash really easy just because it was basically a lot of characters just rehashed with different skins. Mm. And it didn't have a lot of uniqueness to it other than a handful of characters. Brawlhalla, even though the, the, the buttons are pretty much the same, the special effects, the abilities, the changing of weapons, everything about it seems fluid to me. And it was, and I, if Lumi and I weren't, weren't about to pass out as it was, I think we could have <laughs> gone out for another hour or two just testing everything. I came really close to unlocking the whole roster because that game is actually a lot of fun. Very nice. Very, yeah, no, like I had a blast. And it just goes to show that um, if you take care of your product and make it interesting, not uh, leave your consumers uh, hanging, perhaps maybe you would have a successful product. And I think that's where Multiverse has failed. I remember when the hype of that was was huge. Right, Nobody could stop talking about it. I remember looking at it going, this looks and feels like Smash. Like Even the level design felt like Smash with like a Looney Tunes cover on it. I was like... You know, meanwhile, Brawlhalla, not so much, or even uh, Heroes of the Aether. I mean, it's still a platform brawler, but if you could look at something and go, oh, this looks like Smash, and it feels like Smash watching it, I mean, they tried. An attempt was made. <laughs> it's something.jpg. <laughs> and uh, I remember... Uh, I was sitting there, I was like, what is even with this uh, multiverses? I have like no desire to even play this. I already have played that with my kids. And uh, Mike Hidalgo, Mr. Open Mic Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old school. Friend Old of school, ours. yeah, with the Afro chicken. Oh, um, God, Afro chicken. Yeah, he hit up his buddy and he was like, hey, can you explain this to him? It felt like I was talking to a crypto bro, bro who couldn't explain crypto to me very well. So they got his other crypto bro friend who knows how to explain it better. And uh, he was like, is this for real right now? So forth and so on. Like, it's, uh, it's just another, everything's just a clone of everything else. Just sit back and enjoy it. And I'm like, okay, dude. Like, let's tone it down. Go enjoy your game. Bet Take a deep breath. Yeah. No, but it, it is what it is. And uh, to be fair, I've, I've played a little bit of Multiverse. A little man and I tried it on the PlayStation. It's clunky. It's a very clunky game, I feel. 
even now. If it was this was about a few months ago, I don't know. It had probably ain't changed much since. Like it's a clunky game I out a, the gate. I have a feeling that Pickle Rick isn't going to save this, and not because it makes sense, but they're going to see a surge of folks come in and play as Pickle Rick, want to play as Pickle Rick, and have that same champion. Uh, um, Salmon that you had in League of Legends when everybody wanted to play the new character. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. New car smell. Yeah, the new car smell. And it's just, you're going to see it for about maybe a week at most, and then it's just going to drop back down because, quite frankly, it's not interesting. It'll, it'll go back up to like 89% of uh, player base is gone and then drop back down to 99 the next week. It's going to be just like, okay, cool. Yep. What else can you offer? Nothing. Okay, we're gone. I just leave, leave Rick and Morty in with Fortnite. Don't let Fortnite come into other games. Like now, I can just imagine them. Oh well, since Rick and Morty's in Fortnite, now Mr. Beast should be in this brawl too. Like what? What? Gross. <laughs> well, on that note, Fortnite has kind of invaded other games. I picked up a game uh, for uh, the Xbox called uh, Wild Hearts. And I've been on the fence about it because it's another Monster Hunter right up there with uh, God Eater and a few others. And I was on the fence. I was like, oh, it's EA, but it's also Namco uh, uh, Toei, I believe. So it's interesting. It's set in feudal Japan, but... Well, it's not set in feudal, feudal Japan. It's set in feudal Japan-esque type settings. So they got pointy stick technology and they make swords. About as much as I could do it in lots of Pointing him goes in the other guy. Yes. Um, but there is a build system in there. So you can build crates, climb up on them, launch yourself monsters. Uh, later on, you can build like a race walls where monsters charge at you. They run into it. They get knocked over. There's a bunch of awesome options. In there, but it flows and feels like Fortnite where you pick your blueprint as you're doing your thing and build it as you go. So you can do some really crazy, awesome, acrobatic stuff while beating down. So in a way, the Fortnite mechanic of building actually moved over to this. Really awesome. But I totally get you. Please don't let Fortnite go anywhere else. Ugh. Like Fortnite and, and Smash Brothers are, are trying to get the biggest EP out there who with how many intellectual properties they can get into their own game. You know, I bet you the only thing that's going to save multiverses you ready? Mm-hmm. Wario. <laughs> no, Waluigi. Walu- oh, let, yeah, Waluigi. Let, uh, let, let Waluigi just walk up and you see him walking in, wow. in, the, in the background. And he, he has the smash invite in his hand and he rips it in half and he says, Waluigi shows up in multiverse. <laughs> that would be great. They opened up the door to a lot of characters with Harley. They're obviously using the Harley from you know, the animated one where they the could incorporate, you know, Ivy, they could, you know, Joker, Penguin, Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze's wife, maybe, <laughs> you know. How um, would that work? She's in a capsule. <laughs> watch the show. Oh, I haven't, that, that, fair enough. Dude, you'll, you'll like it. Um, I, I think I will. I've seen clips. I'm, I need to just sit down and watch it. Or I could stream it one night. I don't care. That too. No longer caring. Let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. War. War. 
What is it good for? Absolutely everything. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to be copyright struck, so I said everything. <laughs> it's uh, it's good for shareholders. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Too soon? He's not wrong. He's not wrong at all. The business of war makes money. But this particular conversation has to deal with one of the most recent releases, Atomic Heart. Um, as you know, Atomic Heart is made by a Russian studio in Russia. Um, had the name. Mick Gordon? No, no, I got the composer's name. Looking for the developer's name. Mund, uh, Mundfish. So it is a Russian studio. Oh, it is Mundfish. in Russia. Right. And uh, Mick Gordon took his fee and said he is going to donate it to uh, the Ukrainian humanitarian aid. I think specifically it was put out. Terrible at this. There it is. It's like I, I okay. So Lumi needs to learn to read and organizes notes. Uh, the Australian Red Cross Ukraine crisis. Uh, I think is what. Yeah, he put it out at least according to the article on people. So what's interesting about this that he's doing this, and and which which is a great thing. But he did it not to disavow the game or its developer. He actually said working with him was great. Highly praised for the imagination and artistic freedom that the developer had and excited to hear his musical contributions come to life when the game comes out. Um, but the flip side, that again, Buntfish is the Russian studio. And it's kind of a nice kick in the face. It is. And they've been... Uh, criticized for not being pro-Ukraine enough. And if there's anything you know about Russian government, it's like Fight Club. Right. Absolutely. Don't talk about the So any pro-anything that is anti-government, they have to be very careful. And I don't blame them for keeping their mouth. Right? They don't have a choice, or they'll be completely blacklisted and worse from the government. Oh, thrown in prison. I have no idea what the rules are for speaking out. Uh, government. Likely thrown in prison these days and then conscripted into fighting. In, yeah. Oh, so that's how they get the meat for the meat. Yeah, mm -hmm. the meat grinder. Well, it's... it's meat grinder. I'm terrible it's, tonight. <laughs> yeah. It's starting to slow down because there's apparently a rift happening between a PMC and uh, the uh, poutine platter that's in charge over there. <laughs> um, just to keep it not entirely political, but I mean, it's a political statement, so good on him. Uh, their, their methods of conscription have been very uh, interesting, and then failure to perform has been dealt with uh, in rather um, explosive methods. And I don't mean boom, I mean uh, explodey brains when you use a sledgehammer. Um, that Gallagher has been show. now documented a few times, and thankfully I haven't seen any of that shit. Ugh. But yeah, it's been uh, interesting, to say the least. Yeah, like I posted to you guys uh, 
just now. Um, there's a band that I usually listen to from Russia called Little Big, and uh, they literally left their home in Moscow for the U.S. because there's such an unprecedented crackdown on free speech in that government. So they quote saying, they're depriving me the right to say that I don't agree with murder. So they left and they went to Los Angeles because it was either exile, silence, or arrest. It's a shame as to the, as the level that they have to get to. Like, I hate to say it the way, the way I'm going to put it. Like, we take free speech for granted in this country. Oh, yeah. We take it for super granted, especially when a lot of the bigger players that are out there have such a firm grip on their own censorship to where you only see the front panel, whereas the back of the house is just a total shit show. Don't forget, Absolutely. we're an international podcast. Yes, I'm a, he he can agree <laughs> though. For for the most part, you guys have just as much free speech in Canada than we as we do in the U.S. As far as I'm concerned, or if I'm mistaken, please correct me. Um, Sorry, what was that? Like freedom of speech is on the like the same level as we have down here. Like you won't get. Uh, it's a little bit different. Um, so a lot of the stuff that gets said in the U.S. or promoted in the U.S. that's really extreme would actually be considered hate speech in Canada, because you do have freedom of speech, but there is a limit to that freedom. And when you start trying to encourage others to act on things, or if you try to uh, do a couple other things, which I won't really get into, uh, you will be. Uh, charged with or investigated and likely charged for hate speech so we do have limits but there to get to that limit you gotta go something fierce to uh get there out of mild curiosity how would uh the article in the new york times with old girl have been handled in canada uh i'm not familiar with that one you you tweet, you retweeted on it on Twitter. That's the only reason why I know about it. Oh my god! I re- do you know how much stuff I retweet in a day? It, it was the chick that defended Jr. Jr. Um, for the game and all her. Oh Jesus, the wizard game. Yeah. Um, so that person, that's free. Like, as long as you aren't promoting, um, essentially, getting people trying to get people to act on something, you're okay. So you can say you hate blank. That's okay. But if you say, I hate blank and you should too and we should get rid of them, that crosses over into hate speech. Mm. So it really depends on the context. If you sit there and you're like, we need to eradicate hate speech. If you just say, I don't like them, that's okay. There was a a libel case involving uh, a rag, I mean, a news outlet that's not even news in Alberta. they were found guilty of libel because they were doing everything possible to slander somebody based on stereotypes. If I remember correctly, I could be a little fuzzy on the details. Uh, Canadian listeners that are news savvy will probably know who I'm referencing. He's a bit of a dick and thinks he's a news outlet, but yeah, it, it really depends on the context and depends on what your message is. You can absolutely say nothing, but still be trying to promote something type thing you can insinuate once you start insinuation then it leads to potential hate speech at that point it sounds like many of our uh, religious establishments down here wouldn't last very long in canada then. 
Uh, no, they're starting to take hold, and that scares the ever-living shit out of me. Uh, our previous prime minister, uh, he made a big thing of promoting uh, views that are espoused by a uh, very particular group uh, in the States, and it was absolutely horrifying. And he made it known that he was going to... Um, he made the mistake one day of, uh, of saying God bless Canada and he got raked over the coals for it because that's not something you say in Canada. Uh, if you start saying that, you're going to get laughed at because the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> um, yeah, like, so for us, religion and politics are just, you don't mix them. Which is how and it should you, be, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and when you start doing it, it just, it's like, ugh, cringe. Get weird just, shit like uh, having to record your menstrual, menstrual cycle to the government. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's... You know, people are, are happy to say that's not fascism. I'm sorry, like, when you're starting to have to report everything to the government, that's literal fascism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they start trying to control everything, that's actual fascism. So the people that are starting to put in those rules that mandate they uh, have access to all that information. They know everything about everything you do. Uh, that is actually, you know, getting into that whole fascism world. Yeah. When the government can use information on your menstrual cycle to not even prove, but to simply accuse you of having um, an, an abortion. Yeah. That's not good. That's yeah, when you that's... can lie about it. Oh yeah. I had my period between this this but the thing is though they can word it the right way if they if they want to drag you through the mud and say oh she did this so we could charge her for this they will well the thing is you have to think about this there's a lot of people with pcos or other hormonal hormonal um imbalances because like when i was younger i used to have like have unnatural or at least extended periods or whatever that weren't normal so oh, it doesn't matter to them, though. The, the, these old white folk up in Capitol Hill, they don't give, they don't even know how a female works, let alone what a <laughs> menstrual cycle actually is. Well, the bad yeah. part about that is it's state level, right? So, yeah. Which but, is still scary on for a couple of states. <laughs> but, but for now, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Let's get back to Ukraine. We have our resident fella, Aimee. So, Aimee, what's the best way to support humanitarian efforts and Ukraine? So uh, the Ukrainian government runs a couple charity websites that are helping to get humanitarian aid out there and also um, help arm them. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. You put me on the spot and I'm like, oh no. Um, Well, this this was going to be your segment. I was trying to carry it the best I can. I'm glad you checked in. (laughs) Sorry, my my voice is... uh, We chased a couple of... We chased a couple of rabbits, so he wasn't able to stay on target. That's kind of my fault. <laughs> so you can go to UA, or sorry, u24.gov.ua, and that is the official uh, Ukrainian government fundraising site if you want to throw some money their way. Uh, they've been buying drones. They just bought a drone ship thanks to a whole bunch of brain-dead cartoon dogs on the internet. Uh, it is actually called uh, Raccoon's Revenge, and I can't wait for it to smoke a particular <laughs> ship out there. Uh, but yeah, you can go to u24.gov.ua. They've got uh, ways you can get uh, donations into them to help them out. Stuff. And, yeah. 
Yeah, pro-Ukraine all the way. Yep. Oh, also, you can go to the... If you want to see what uh, all the specific things that NAFO's uh, fundraising for, you can go to nafo.uk slash home, and they will have a huge list of all kinds of uh, places that are accepting donations for humanitarian aid. They are all, all vetted as legit, which is fantastic. Um, so you can head on over to nafo.uk slash home or u24.gov.ua to go help out. Get rid of some fatniks. Nafo.co.uk, is that what it was? Uh, Nafo.uk. Nafo.uk, okay. Yes. Anything else to that, or is it just Nafo.uk? Sorry, what was that? Anything else to that, or is it just Nafo.uk? Nafo.uk slash home. I think it'll work without the slash home. But uh, there you go. So you can help kick some Vatniks out of uh, Ukraine. Dude. And fun fact, Canada has one of the largest populations of Ukrainians outside of Ukraine. I know living in Oregon, there was a, a good, um, good population of Russians. Those guys are great, by the way. Really easy yeah. going. But every one of them drove a Mercedes. It was... <laughs> Anyway. You like what you like, believe me. You like what you like. Well, no, I mean, it was just Portland, Oregon. Like, everybody drove uh, German cars. It was weird. Like, in Texas now, and I'm used to seeing the big trucks and yeehaw going on. So, it was quite the culture shock going there. Like, why yeehaw. are you driving around these, like, terrible vehicles? Well, the great vehicles, but, like, terribly expensive vehicles. But moving on to our next subject, let's talk about drugs. Yay, drugs. Drugs. So... This is kind of funny. Um, I didn't even know this movie existed until it came across the the news feed. And it is a game based off of a movie called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> I want to watch that movie. So Cocaine bad. Bear. And I was like, Cocaine what? Like, are they just trying? Like, I for a second there, when I read it, when I read it, I thought, am I an idiocracy? Am I about to watch Ass the movie? And like, I don't know what's happening. This is, is Smokey the Bear's uh, little-known cousin. Apparently, that was a real thing that happened. Oh, yeah. Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I actually have that here. So, the movie itself, I mean, mind you, the game that, that was advertised, it's Pac-Man-ish. Um, so, you have to go eat the cocaine, kill the human. Um, imagine that. It's a forest. Pretty straightforward. It's hilarious. And this is while you wait for Cocaine Bear, which is released uh, February 23rd, I think. So, there's that. But check this out. The premise of the movie is an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teen, uh, teens converge in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. And as Imi said, it, <laughs> and as Imi said, it was inspired by a true story of the cocaine bear, which is an actual thing. Like the the bear has been stuffed and is put in a museum in Kentucky, right? Of the cocaine bear, the American black bear that ingested a duffel bag full of cocaine in 1985. A duffel bag full? Holy oh, yeah. crap. Oh, yeah. No, it so, had enough to kill several humans, but it's a freaking bear and they're quite beefy. So I get this. So well, I, I don't know who Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Banks is or uh, Jimmy Warden. So that's directed by Elizabeth Banks and Jimmy Warden. But the big name on here, and uh, I'm sure you'll remember him from Grand Theft Auto 4. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ray Liotta. No. Oh, no. One of his final performances before 
That's Dang. hilarious. Wait, he's dead? It's, I understand. This is what the article said. Um, so, oh, no. Eh. Oh, no. I was not aware that he had passed away. <laughs> it's neat. It tells you when the pre-roll rads come back on. Anyway, um, so here's the, here's the real life story. The film is inspired by the real life story. I'm, I'm reading this one word for word from the Wikipedia. All sources of anything we talked about will be in the description on the Discord. Will be available to you. Go look for a game discussion on Discord. It's searchable because we didn't make this shit. Some of the shit you just can't make up. Uh, <clears throat> the film is inspired by the real story of a 175 pound uh, American black bear that died after ingesting a duffel bag full of cocaine in December 1980. The cocaine had been dropped out of an airplane piloted by Andrew C. Thornton II, a former narcotics officer and convicted drug smuggler. Because his plane was carrying too heavy a load, Thornton then jumped us here, uh, jumped out of the plane with a faulty parachute and died. So he threw this stuff out of the plane. That dude said, hey, George, you're too heavy. Drop the shit. Right. The bear was found three <laughs> months later in a northern Georgia uh, alongside 40 opened plastic containers of cocaine. The bear is currently on display at the Kentucky uh, Fun Mall in Lexington. Now, the question is, did they kill the bear or did the bear's heart just explode? Oh, it died. Probably okay. got shot or something or uh, just overdosed. <laughs> so poor cocaine bear. Like, can you imagine being a bear just going... Oh, what's this? Oh, humans wrap stuff in this. I'm gonna have myself hey. a sandwich. Hey, hey, boo -boo buddy, I got some good shit over here, boo boo. <laughs> I love oh, powdered no. donuts. So you know, you oh, have that no. scene from um, uh, Robot Chicken where the Yeti gets the cocaine and like goes, you know, oh, he was smuggling cocaine through the airport and the uh, oh, and the uh, condoms burst inside of him and he like rips everyone. Apart. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, there you go. There's our fun stuff. So that might be a fun movie. It's a dark comedy. I'm down for dark comedies. I hate serious comedy. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Speaking yeah, the of, only what? only reason why I brought up powdered donuts is if you actually watch Bloodhound Gang's in in video, they have a character that looks like Scarface in the bathroom doing <laughs> co uh, not cookie, but uh, powdered donuts. Powdered donuts. Nice. <laughs> I was about to say cookie. No, but uh, Ray Liotta died last March. Oh, that's unfortunate. What's interesting is that the whole world knew when um, Professor Snape died. Oh yeah. Like my, I like my wife. Oh, and Hagrid. Yeah, Hagrid was worse, man. That that one hit me hard. But yet, we still have Tom Baker. He's still kicking around. Dick Van Dyke. So, Dick Van Dyke's still alive? I know. Dude, his Facebook page is continually populated. He's got some cool people around him. But he's but, still on the death list. Like At this point, is we're trying to go neck and neck to see who's going to go first, him or Bob Barker. Oh, man. Didn't Let Bob me Barker see what go? the death list says. No, he's still alive. He's actually still alive. Yeah, actually, Dick Van Dyke is number one on the 2023 death list as most likely to die. Henry Kissinger is number two. Bob Barker is number three. It's neck and neck, boys. Picking all bits. You're, then, you're talking about Alan Rickman. for uh... Yes, Alan Rickman. Oh, I couldn't remember his name. Yeah. I wonder how long Betty White was. 
Like, oh, that would be she, was, she was she was on everybody's bingo card for years. <laughs> well, she was on the uh, going to live forever bingo card. Honestly, her and the, her there's, and the queen, of, yeah. there's a lot of names on here that I'm seeing on the list because it's one to four fifty, and some of these names actually makes me sad. It kind of makes me want to just like hold on to them tight. Like Tina Turner is on the list. Um, She's still alive. I thought she was yeah. gone. Willie Nelson's on the list. Oh my God, that guy. No, he will never die. Yoko Ono's <laughs> on the list. Then there's Yoko's one. alive. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Brooks, Dick Cheney, Tony Bennett, and of course Jimmy Carter. But he's <sighs> oh. sorry. Try not to be a Deb- Debbie Downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway. No, our show has its ups and downs. We had our serious moments. We talked about cocaine bear to lighten the mood and everything. So we had a good time. We did. Which brings us to the end where we have to do our round table. So let's start it off with Cajun. What you got coming up this week? Well, typically I would say come and watch some shiny hunt action on Tuesday. However, there is a game being re-released on the PlayStation Plus Network on Tuesday. A game that is near and dear to my heart when I was a kid. I played the ever-living hell out of this game and to me to this day is still one of the best rpgs i have ever played and yes i 100 did final fantasy 7 i still think this game is on par if not better than final fantasy 7 come at me it is the legend of dragoon it is being re-released onto the playstation network this tuesday and that will be my glorious obsession until i beat it again so we're going to be putting the shiny decks on pause until I spam Rose Storm at least a hundred times a night in that game. It's going to be a grand time. That's going to be Tuesday at eight thirty and Thursday at eight thirty. Um, Tuesday might be tentative because I I just remembered I have two twelve hour shifts back to back on Tuesday and Wednesday, but. Knowing me, just because of how bad I don't play this game, I'm going to be there Tuesday. So you should too. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Are you going to be wearing your shiny umbrella on onesie? No, we're going to go default uh, Cajun skin on um, on night on the uh, Legend of Goon Nights. Maybe we're going to save, save the umbrella. Yes, Palace Swap. <laughs> we're going to, uh, if I have, eventually I'm going to get my PNG tuber done so we can just have that. But until then, you'd see me in all my furry glory as I am. So, don't take that out of context. <laughs> well, confirmed free. <laughs> let's talk about the crit code, or you guys want to be separated today as far as what we're doing? Well, I know what I did today. Partially did today. Pico Park, Pico Park, Pico Park, Pico Park. I, I just Probably. saw that notification, by the way. I think that's what I'm doing after this. Probably, a, again, probably probably one of those games that are a little bit better than uh, Final Fantasy VII because you can actually play with more people <laughs> and get angry at them and laugh at them. Yes, and want to murder your friends. <laughs> you should check all... Moida. Moida, no, he so says. Check all the comments. Check all the comments under, like, Pico Park. I laughed. I cried. Let's just throw my friend through the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Man, I think you're also going to pick up a tail. I'm really interested in that game. Like, I kind of want to play. Oh, it was so fun. It really was. Tales from the Abyss? Tales of the Abyss. Oh, sorry, yeah. What is that game all about? I've never heard of it before. It's like, kind of like a giant... I want to say it's like an art... Uh, a storyline based thing. There's a lot of cut scenes in it, but it's fighting and stuff like that. So I I, I really back in 2007 it was my favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it was going to come out for the Switch, right? So I, I think it's not that's not cut. I, I'm going to check to see if they're doing any updates on Tails. But I think what's coming to the Switch is Bad and Kados. Bad and Kados is coming to the Switch. Both, both um, one and two is getting remastered. That one is um, again fantasy um, combat, uh, kind of like it's back then. It was kind of like a unique play style because you had to choose, you know, cards and whatnot, and it was also kind of kind of like poker based or whatever. But still, that storyline. Is really good. The characters are beautiful. One of my favorite characters in that whole series was, uh, I believe, Melodia. So, yeah. If, when it does come out, you'll like it. Cool. I'll look forward to it. Make time for it, just like I made time for Pokemon playing and monster hunting. One of us. One of us. I, you know, I realized doing this, I need to play more video games. And yep. If, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Bad and Kados actually. Do you know how the the discs were so small for the GameCube, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to play that game on three small discs. Oh no! Like Final yeah. Fantasy VII, but on the mini disc. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, wow. PlayStation 1, poor baby. <laughs> oh. Which, to be fair, Legend of Dragoon, Legend of Dragoon also had four discs. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a big game, dude. Yeah, Serafina, look for the um, remake that's coming out for Bad and Kados. Uh, if you look it up, back in 2003, it came out initially. Compared to other games, you know, it wasn't as popular, you know, Chrono Cross, Chrono Trigger, or whatever. But as soon as I picked it up, because my mom randomly showed me this game, I liked it. I liked the storyline. You know, that was me pairing it up next to Tales of the Abyss. And back in 2007, a lot of people dressed up as uh, characters from Tales of the Abyss, like Luke von Fabra and stuff like that. So it's definitely underrated for its time, but it still has a cult following to it. As you can tell, 20 years later, I'm still geeking out over it. Fangirls unite! I'm on point with my uh, my, my reference linking tonight. Right. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. I mean, yeah. you want to give us a, a quick synopsis of what you're doing? Because I know that your voice isn't doing too well. Uh, I am revisiting Doom 3 original 2006 or 2004 game it's been a very long time so time since i've played it so i'm having fun being absolutely stupid trying to get the mods to work that i was working on 
I have it mostly working. Perfect. You mentioned something about a duct tape mod, which I'm really interested in hearing, and I'd love to hear you explain it like after the podcast. Yeah, no worries. The new game that came out in early access called uh, Igdra Union came out in 2006, and they are re-releasing it on Steam, and I'm excited. Interesting. I have played too much yet, but yeah. Ah. All right, cool. I'll have to go check that out. By the, by the way, the music from Bad and Kato's really slapped. Holy crap. That's another thing <laughs> back in the day. I just remember like all the battle themes and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, oh, oh it's time. I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah, someday got those like here into the Trigun theme. Like you get hyped, like, oh, I know what's coming. Um, but uh, other than that, what am I doing? I'm just doing Doom, Crit Chickens, Waiting for Games. Agent's going to be playing uh, Legend of Dragoon, and Lumi is going to be doing more work stuff. I'm actually off this next week. Um, and by Ooh. work, I mean podcast work, not like my day oh. job. So... I got excited for you for a second. Now I'm sad. Yeah, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. I mean, I, is it, this is... I enjoy it when you have time off, Lumi. Let me have my moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... What have I got going? I need to make a channel trailer that is uh, um, synonymous with both Twitch and YouTube. I need to come up with a show starter stinger. It's going to be a thing. Um, so I need to finish the website. So I'll be asking for stuff from that from you later. Yeah. Um, you know, just to get something out there, people can reference links back to this Twitch channel. Um, make it legit. So this IP. 42 minutes of relaxing. Yes. Ah. That's uh, Crit Chicken's other account. She oh. renamed it. Oh. Okay. Vision. Yes. She can be a uh, kitty. I didn't want to be. A, the other name that I had was. Um, I didn't want to look too much like a Fallout Boy stand. I wanted to stand out. I figured, you know, when I first saw it, I didn't even think about the band. I thought about Fallout Bethesda. I was like, all right, which vault are you from, Crit? Like, that's that's where my brain I didn't think about the band. Until you no, started I... posting all the Fallout uh, boy stuff on, on Twitch. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> not Twitch, Twitter. She told on herself. Uh, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. War. You're that Fallout fan. Or never change. So, with that, I think that we can call this good. Start up the music here real quick. You can find us... Every weekend, or every weekend, Saturday, 10.30 p.m. Central for a brand new episode of UDP Broadcast. Uh, You can see all our backlog at youtube.com forward slash Luminary Weekly. And that's it. Follow my shenanigans on Twitter. IME21 needs espresso, the Nordic Cajun, in all places and all times. So, until then, everyone, have a great week. We'll see you again Saturday. So long, chat. Farewell. Kick ass and take names. See you later. Bye.